man. All right, Welcome, you everybody, to another episode of the CC Show. My name is Claudio J. Alvarez, and I'm here with... Christian Remamorthy. And today, we welcome you back to another episode. Now, today, we can we can talk about next week, you know, Thanksgiving is approaching. Thanksgiving, that beautiful day that you spend with family, food, a lot of food. With, the, with that big turkey, mac and cheese, all them sides that you like, with those drinks with your family, you know? Yes, sir. Food break, especially. That's going to be a major relief for some of the students. I know I'm looking forward to it personally. And, you know, it's a great time we're going to have with family. And most of all, being thankful. Claudia, what's something you're thankful for this Thanksgiving? Honestly, I'm just thankful to be part of what I am right now. I'm 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 thankful for, you know, being a FAMU student, you know, being able to say that I have a ceiling and a plate every day. Thankful for all the things that I that I'm accomplishing through this year. I'm thankful for everything, man. How about yourself? Oh, yes, sir. I'm very thankful for my family who brought me here to this college meet all the, to meet all these wonderful people, all my professors, friends, classmates. And I'm very thankful for the time I get to spend with them on Thanksgiving. And one of the more one of something a little off topic, but something I'm thankful for as well is history. And you know, there's a lot to learn from it, lots to gain, gain, lot to understand. One of the big, biggest things I love about history is the Roman Empire. Personally, you got anything you're thankful for apart from being a student at FAMU? Huh? What? <laughs> You got, you got anything you're thankful for apart from being a student at FAMU? I'm thankful that humanity has kept going through the years. And since we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, let me give you a little a little interesting um fact. Did you know that the Roman Empire, they had their own Thanksgiving, which was dedicated to the goddess of harvest, Ceres. And the holiday was called Cerelia. It wasn't called Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Thanksgiving actually originated from the Roman Empire, which is absolutely insane. I never would have thought I never would have thought Thanksgiving and the Roman Empire being related of all things. But it's a crazy what you can dig up from history. Right. Did you also know that originally Thanksgiving was not during November? It was actually held in the month of October. It was October 4th, and there was offerings of the first fruits of the harvest and pigs for this Ceres god back in the Roman Empire. Exactly. The first Thanksgiving was actually confirmed to be in 1621. When the Mayflower Pilgrims, I believe, they uh I believe they founded the Prime Mount Colony in Massachusetts. And they sat down there for a three-day meal with 
the Wampanoag. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's the origin of Thanksgiving. You know, before uh, or after the Roman Empire, you know. Black Friday. Um, ooh, Black Friday, that one day that everybody waits for until you go to that shop and you already regret getting out of your house. Exactly. Everybody is out and about during Black Friday. You've got you must have seen the memes or the jokes on the internet during like November times, you know, on Black Friday. I don't know about the memes, but I've definitely been in the store in Black Friday and I definitely did not enjoy the experience. Oh, absolutely. There are a loads of just crazy, downright insane shoppers that just are going for ballistic for some deals, you know. But putting that aside, there was, there's something I did want to cover in this podcast, in this episode specifically. And that is the fact that Turkey is actually on the decline every in Thanksgiving nowadays. We don't have Turkey nearly as much as we used to back in the day. Do you remember the last time you had Turkey on Thanksgiving? Um, Obviously, last year. Last year? Hey, funny you mentioned that. Uh, this 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 Thanksgiving. This is gonna sound a bit funny, but my family, my mom is actually planning to order Popeyes for Thanksgiving, and it's gonna be the funniest Thanksgiving ever. Oh my gosh! You know, usually you have the mac and cheese, the turkey. The cranberry sauce, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, and all the other good stuff. But you know what you don't have? Popeyes. So Black Friday, one of the most anticipated days right after Thanksgiving. Everybody is going crazy on Black Friday. You may or may not have seen the stores during there, but I pity the poor suit. I pity the retail workers that have to work on Black Friday, especially, you know, because of the hordes of just insane customers, you know. They're basically breaking down the front doors to get on, get in on some of these deals. Have you had any um, wild experiences during Black Friday, Claudio? Well, I can actually give you the workers' uh, point of view because... Last year, I used to work at H&M, and Black Friday, bro, uh, it was not it. Everybody was looking through the deals, throwing clothes on the floor. The The cash point was horrible. There was a lot of people. There was a long line. Telling you, that H&M line in the cash point was getting outside of the store from how many people were in there waiting to get these deals. From Black Friday. I even remember this one lady that started cutting the line and she she started screaming, saying that everybody was against her. It was very funny. How about you? Bro, 
last last year, let me tell you, I was in the mall, one of the worst places to be during Black Friday. If listen, for all of you listening, do not go to the mall during Black Friday. It is horrendous. Let me tell you, oh my goodness. Well, first of all, it's nearly impossible to get into the mall on Black Friday because of how full the parking lot is. You got you get people who fill up the parking lot in the mall, of course, obviously. You get people who fill up the parking lots in the restaurants near the mall. You get people who fill up, you know, just park on the side of the road. It's it's very hard to get in during Black Friday, but if you manage to get in the mall, you're gonna wish you had it. Simply because it is just sheerly packed to the brim with people. I could not get even like room to breathe in the mall. I was just trying to um get to GameStop and just buy me a switch. <laughs> Oh but unfortunately, it, it was all sold out by the time I got to GameStop. It was a very sad and arduous and painful experience. And I just left feeling absolutely mortif mortified. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, zero out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> I mean, I never, never. I remember I went. Black Friday, I went to the mall as well. And let me tell you, that mall was looking like an airport during Christmas. It was packed. There was no room for people, no room for nobody. It was, it was very much horrible. Oh, man. Speaking of, speaking of Nintendo Switches, by the way, didn't those come out during like the 2018? People still buy them to this day, like in crazy amounts. I still haven't been able to get my hands on a good Nintendo Switch or a good deal on a Nintendo Switch. Maybe I'll have to look up look it up on like Amazon or something. Uh are you eyeing anything in particular for this Black Friday, Claudio? For what? Sorry. <laughs> for what? Are you looking for anything specific for this Black Friday? For this Black Friday, I will. Pro I'm probably gonna look for some new headphones, a new headset, because mine is a little outdated. But let me tell you, man, I've been seeing these deals, and I'm like, if I don't put my hands on this quick, I'm not gonna put them on them at all. Cause these deals were a steal, bro. Mm -hmm. And I knew people were going to get them. Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. And talking Especially about packed places, one thing that is interesting about the Roman Empire, back when they had these little shops back on the streets selling little, selling like lemonade or selling weapons, like street shops, basically, streets would get so packed, like, Mm -hmm. if you if you would see them you would not be able to walk through the streets and this is like a public place like this is something that everybody has access to because the mall sometimes people can't go because they don't have a way of transportation 
mm-hmm. or they just don't feel like going. But the streets, I'm telling you, you could never go out of you could never go out if there was street shops. Absolutely. The trade routes the Roman Empire had was just massive. They could get any kind of good from all kinds of cultural cultures from all over Europe. And especially, it was very easy to trade because of their of the coins that they used. They were the first, uh, I believe they were the first empire to actually bring in coins into use. And they were able to just easily exchange products very quickly. And that's what gave rise to street vendors that you saw, well, that you would see if you were living as a Roman back in during the time of the Roman Empire. Excuse me. <laughs> uh so since we're gonna talk about the market, we can also compare that to the actual, you know, stock market, for example. You know, even though it's not an outside thing, a lot of people are still pen- like paying attention to it. You know, making sure they got them stocks right, knowing how to, knowing when to buy, when to sell. You know, all that good stuff gets you a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Capitalism has given us many, many, many opportunities to make a lot of money. Uh, I don't know if you've watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, don't don't watch it. It's a very <clears throat> interesting movie, but uh, watch it on your own time. But it it's pretty. It outlines uh what you can do if you know what you're doing in the stock market. Uh. So stocks, what they are, they just represent a part of ownership of that company. When you buy one, you basically become a shareholder and you own a portion of that company. And when you sell them, you hold on to them and you see if they rise up in price. And if they rise up in price, you sell them, you make money. That's basically how stocks work. And uh, yeah. Have you ever tried to invest in a stock claudio um back in high school i was part of the fin- um financial technologies program so i did not really invest real money but i did um uh, use a simulator that would let me see like it would let me practice to mm-hmm. how to invest on stocks so I've never done it, but I have a little bit of experience with it. And man, I can tell you if you know how to do it right and when to do it. I'm telling you, you can end up with a lot of money. Man, personally, I've never exchanged a stock in my life. I'm not, I don't understand cryptocurrency. I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't understand any of these stocks. I, I don't understand these graphs at all uh the only time i've come into contact with these stocks is with movies and stuff but even then i don't get it at all (laughs) but yeah speaking of movies 
Have you seen the new Five Nights at Freddy's movie? It's... <laughs> No, no, I haven't. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I don't know. I said, <laughs> what? How did we go from the market to the Five Nights at Freddy's movie? <laughs> Explain to me. <laughs> oh my god, that was funny. That was funny. Oh my god. I'm leaving that in. That's oh that, that was oh my god. Chris, you made my day, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. You made my day. Oh yeah. Well, going back to what we were saying about uh, just the market of Rome in general. The, one of the reasons why Rome was very successful is because they had a very fast, very strong economy. They were able to just take over so much territory, get money, and most importantly, get more money. Uh, how they funded for wars, or no, sorry, that's not what I meant. All right, I'm cutting this out. Uh-huh, okay. Um, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you said. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> don't worry about it. I have a question. Like, yeah. outside of this. Yeah. Yeah. I have an account for RSS. Did you do it with your personal email? Uh, did I do it with my personal email? Uh, let me just. No, I don't think I did. I did it with my FAB one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. Because <laughs> I need to do the reviews. I haven't done a single one. Oh, the reviews? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're pretty easy to do, though. No, but I haven't had the time, man. Uh, I don't have the time. Brian takes my life away. Dang, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry too. Bro. Oh my lord. Anyway, <clears throat> all right. Time to cut back in. Hell yeah. Uh, one of the very big reasons the Romans were able to maintain their productivity productivity, their trade markets, their conquests were because they had agriculture. They had great agriculture. It was the backbone of the Roman economy. 
the majority of the population in Rome was engaged in farming, producing a variety of crops such as wheat, barley, grapes, olives, and other kinds of fruits. You know, the introduction of these new crops <clears throat> it back for their time increased productivity. Uh, they had great trade networks throughout all the regions of their empire. Uh, the Mediterranean Sea, it served as a central hub for trade, facilitating the exchange of goods, including grains, wine, olive oil, and luxury items such as spices, silk, and precious metals. Um, in that time, one of the biggest goods back in those days was salt because you could use it to preserve and store food like meat and such. Uh, nowadays, we don't think of salt that as that rare or as that valuable, but back in the day, it was pretty massive. Oh, shoot. Uh, meaning is going to end in 10 minutes. Uh, it's fine. Um, I mean, talking about fruits and jewelries and everything, you know how like we have these stores in the malls that like, you know, have everything a little more expensive, a little more low on price. You already know. Mm -hmm. But there was this thing back in the day that it would be exchanging. Instead of using gold or coins, you would use objects of the same value to exchange it for the item you want. So if you would want a banana, you could exchange it for an apple because they have the same value. And you could just get what you want while giving the other one something different. That is not money. Now, we've, we've rotated away from it. And honestly, I feel like that's a big loss because that could be a really good um that could be a really good option for the people that don't have the money physically. Right. It's interesting how we used to do things when we didn't have cold hard cash back in the day. You know, just exchanging things of similar value. I don't know how that would be incorporated into the A society, but it would be very, it would be a very interesting thing to, you know, speculate about. But going back to what I was talking about, the Roman Empire and how they were able to keep up their conquests and their stuff, how they kept up their empire. Uh, one of the main ways they did that was public entertainment. Gladiator games, chariot races, gladiator fights, gladiator fighting against animals, those kinds of things. They raked in money like no one's business. It was incredible how much money they made. Um, have you... Do you know how much we, how much we spend on, like modern day fights on average, like boxing and stuff? It depends, obviously, on the boxer. It depends on both of the, the performances, because I, you know, it depends on how good the boxer is, how how big of a show he can pull up. And it also depends on uh the brands that sponsor them. 
it depends on um the occupancy of the stadium. So it has a lot of factors that like it could vary from the price, but oh. but for example, a ticket from a boxing match they they can sell for around one thirty on average, one thirty dollars. Some tickets may cost less than this, while others cost more, ranging from as low as eighty bucks to as high as thirty three sixty dollars. Depending on the event, the fighters being showcased. Exactly, and you want to know the crazy part about this is that Tell pro me. boxers, they get paid nothing. Like the most, some of the highest salaries they get paid is like in the thirty thousand to forty thousand area. That's how much they're getting paid per year. It's not. It's not a profitable. It's not really a profitable career being a fighter. So that my sympathies with the um with the fighters who don't like win all their fights, you know. It must be tough being one. You know, doing all that training and then not making any money after after the fight. And that's got to be tough. But back in the day it was even worse with the Roman Empire because if you lost the fight in the gladiator, in the arena, as a gladiator, you just die. There's no do-overs. You don't lose money. You lose your life. It's over. It's a wrap. You know what's also bad about losing and time? Losing time. That's why the episode for today is done. I hope y'all enjoyed our talk about, you know, our regular topic comparing the modern world with the Roman Empire. My name is Claudio J. Alvarez. My name is Christian Romamorti. And I'll see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.